Welcome, Elder Emos. On today's episode of the Elder Emo Hours podcast, join the Elder Emo Hours crew as they sit down with the band that is No Vowels, All Caps, Friend Circle. Welcome, Elder Emos. Uh, I'm your host, Samit. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emo Hours, we have Aaron and Zach from Friend Circle. That's all caps, no vowels. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. You got everything right. Yeah, we are excited to have uh, you guys here. So we're going to... Excited to be here. We're going we're gonna to start with the, the name. We're gonna we we briefly talked about that, but we're gonna start with the name. Uh, how did that come about? Because I know when I looked at it, I didn't think it was Friend Circle at first, and I know that's a Burned Kirkle. Honestly, <laughs> that's exactly what my mind said at first. Yeah. <laughs> Until I was Burned corrected. Kirkle. So how did that happen? How did that come about? Aaron, should we start from the origin origin and get to why we took the vows out, or? Uh. Yeah, just start from the very beginning, Zach. You, you can take it away for that. Sounds good. All right. So when I was in school, my friends and I would all stand in a circle simply because it was the best way to communicate. So eventually the name caught on, hey, it's friend circle. There they are. There's friends standing in a circle. So naturally, <laughs> it's decided to carry that on to the band name. And then it used to have all the vowels in it. And then... I don't remember why exactly, but it's like artistically pleasing to me just to have the symmetrical, you know, there's four letters in friend, four letters in circle. And it just felt like we had to do it, especially with bands like Waster out there. And they, they just, it looks so cool. So it's definitely eye catching at the same time. It's, it's very eye catching and more, I think it's more curious for people because I was interested when I saw it and I was like, is this just a, abbreviations for something or is it the actual name? So I feel like it's it's Did a somebody very... get lazy and not like write the whole name out. We're like, okay, because when somebody recommended you, that that's how they you know they typed like your name out. We're just like, uh, okay, yeah, that, I thought that too. <laughs> yeah, not... our, our name has been mispronounced more times than we can count. From like people saying friend Kirkle to Fern Kirkle, friend control, like 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 the control button friend on control. your keyboard. Yeah, yeah it's. <laughs> Somebody called a sound circle before and on the radio, like the live radio, they said, we got sound circle with us. It was like a local New Jersey oh radio. God. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, no, it's not it. That's not it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. I haven't recovered from it. We did have some flyers like from our first one or two shows that we do have front circles spelled out completely. And I think at some point, I'm pretty sure, Zach, you you made a post on your Instagram very early on, and you used the abbreviations. And then we stuck with that, and then eventually we decided to go with all capitalized letters. So, so that's uh, that's how it all started. It's very clever. Oh, my cat is at the door. Yeah, Thank we're you. digging it. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah, I like it. <sighs> it's very clever, unique, it's different. I really like it. So... Uh, Friend Circle, obviously, is the band name. Um, but you guys also just went on tour, like a small tour. I know you. Yeah. I know you hit Baltimore. Yeah, we. 
Yeah, we went to Baltimore, Fredericksburg, and then Charlotte, North Carolina. And then we drove. How long? How long was that drive home, Marin? We we drove about ten hours through the night and didn't get home till ten in the morning. Mm. Oh yeah. Of course, y'all. Can we? I was gonna say. Can we please note that they hit both of our states? Right. Okay, but I'm not going to Baltimore by myself. You can go to Fredericksburg. I don't blame you. Uh, not happening. Oh yeah, I could definitely go to Fredericksburg for sure. Charlotte's four hours. Definitely not going to Baltimore by myself. Yeah. We went to a, a show in Baltimore before. <laughs> I'm not going by myself. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was a little sketchy, so to say. I mean, uh, I understand yeah. Female for a female going by herself. Yeah. Um, that would be concerning. Um. I mean, it, it, it all shows ended up pretty being pretty good. I think the Baltimore one turned out the best. It that's did. awesome. Yeah. So, I think it's that's great. I think it's one of those things too that Baltimore has like a really good underground music scene that a lot of people don't necessarily mm-hmm. see. So when bands and things come in there and they know all the different shows happen, it's just they all come out of the woodwork. But how was the tour well, all together? Yeah. It was a lot of fun and. I, I agree with what you said about Baltimore because when we first got there, we saw a line of people outside and we're like, are these people for the friend circle, Cheryl? Now, therefore, like, it was a broadside and this wildlife show. We're like, oh, it's right down the street. Nobody's coming <laughs> into the friend circle. Oh. But no, it was all right, though. There's a lot of people ended up showing up and they seemed pretty attentive, which I, I like. I like when people are just like, oh, who's this? I like it. Mm-hmm. Picasso. I dig it. Picasso. <laughs> Picasso, yeah. Yeah. So then let me. Yeah, I think all three shows that. Go ahead. Oh, Sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. There's a lag. No, no, no. I was just going to touch on touch on what Zach said. I think all three shows turned out well. Um, we sold some merch at each show. It seems like the crowd was very receptive uh, to our music. Um, like I said, Baltimore was being the best, but North Carolina turned out very well, even for how late we played, and even the drive back home was somewhat bearable because just. Just knowing that we put on a good performance and had some successful shows, it makes it all worth it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, where, where did y'all play in Charlotte? It's a, the miles, it was the Milestone. Mm. Aaron doesn't remember already. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it was the Milestone Club. It was really cold, um, but we made the best of it. Like, it, I was kind of hoping the weather was because it's you know significantly south for uh-huh. us and New Jersey can be brutally cold at times. And I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like sixty. And we got down there, it was like rainy and it was like forty. And I was like, eh. all right. Today, but we- today was in the seventies. Yeah, of course. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the difference is, is you guys were over on the mountainside near Charlotte, whereas Alicia and I live on the beach yeah. side of the state. So. Uh, okay. We have the beaches, uh, okay. um, which makes it a little bit. Different. That's the move next but, time. Yeah, next right. time we gotta go to the coast. There's a new venue. Just don't go during hurricane yep. season. Yeah, don't come during hurricane yeah. season. Yeah, don't don't do that. Then you might take, get stuck. Take note. Here. You can go down there. Se- yeah. September yeah. to like November, kind of bad times. Yeah, depending. Duly noted. Other than that, mm-hmm. you're, you're good to go. There you go. Make that <laughs> mental note. I want to play in a hurricane. I don't know about Aaron. Uh, oh, we're no. gonna we're gonna be like that video of the guy flipping his hair with the flag and the you know, like, to like Slayer. Yes. That's gonna be friend circle in the middle yes. of a hurricane. That would be oh my god! Oh my god! Standing uh, on like the pier or something that would be perfect. Absolutely oh perfect. That's our next music video. 
there that's you the go. music video right there. Got it. Got it. You heard it here first. <laughs> we will. That's gonna be the next music. <laughs> we will keep here. Oh yeah. We All will right. keep you updated on the next hurricane. <laughs> A t- Ten-hour drive into a hurricane area. Get ready. He's dealt with my manic energy for so long. He's like, he's probably serious to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic of the band. Zach has these crazy ideas. Like Zach's somewhat serious about driving into a hurricane. Cause that's just, I've always had to calm him down. Zach. I mean, granted he pushes us to a new level each and every time, but it's, there are times where I just have to calm him down. I'm like, Zach, are you actually serious with this idea? Right. So it's it's nothing new anymore. You'll never you, like, know. Bring him back down late. to earth, like pull him <laughs> right. back down. Hey, one of us, <laughs> one of us has got to be the dreamer, though. You know, we got to push the envelope, get the music For out sure. there. And, uh, Aaron's my rock. He's my he's my rock. Aww. I'm his cloud. That's that is yeah. the oh, God, dynamic. That's the cutest thing. Oh, I love it. Come oh, here, heart. come here, baby. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of this friend circle. Right. He's like, mm, that's my cue to go. Nice meeting you guys. It's been fun. He, Peace out. That's what he says. He just texted me and said, I'll see you later, baby. <laughs> that's some swift movement because right, we didn't even see I you can't. move over there. Look at that. It's telepathy. That's what very, it is. It's very, da- it's very down low. I, all right, I'll be serious though. I can't. I can't. Oh man. You don't have to be serious. It's totally fine. No. <laughs> um. So <sighs> we've been listening to you guys quite a bit. We've been talking about you guys as well, kind of comparing notes and everything. And a lot of your sound is very, like, very newfound glory, Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, kind of like that classic punk rock from the early two thousands that we all grew up with at the end of the day so it's very nostalgic what made you what made you choose going that route versus more of the harder side which is kind of a hot ticket thing right now too um i i think just my personality i i i don't think i could write as far as like i mean i could write heavy stuff emotively i don't think i could write like uh maybe i don't even know like I want to say turnstile, but like Life of the Party is kind of heavy, so that's a little, I don't know, it's like contradicting to say that, but I think listening to Blink and all those, because those are some of my favorite bands too, like Blink-182, Newfound Glory, Sticks and Stones, like a great album, I still play it to this day, and then anything in the Blink catalog, like, I think I think it makes me feel that nostalgic way, and I want to do, bring that to the band because it's like beautifully sad to me i guess and like i feel like it hits like if i guess i would encompass it in like if i could listen to adam song for the first time again that's kind of what i'm trying to do and like make that feeling make oh. somebody feel that yeah adam song i know it's, mm-hmm. i know it hits different Ooh, it, yes it does it absolutely does yeah. So see, because on your TikTok, yeah, you guys you compare, are super nostalgia yeah. for me. On your TikTok, <laughs> you compare nostalgia. a lot to Blink One Eighty Two and a lot of like your videos and stuff that you state or things like that. So and I was like, okay, Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. And then Brittany said New Found Glory, and I was like, that's probably the better way to describe that because it's yeah. so nostalgic. Bam and, uh, do you guys know who Millen Colin is? I've heard of them just 
they're... they weren't like super big but um I-, I was getting a lot of those vibes too and i was like this is sick now i need to go listen to them because <laughs> i was like jamming out to you guys i was like they remind me of them too <laughs> yeah it's our friend from madison from legends of tomorrow she will always tweet about that band and i've seen the logo like i know what to look for it's that big m and it's like green and like I just haven't mm. listened to the band itself yet, but I'll have to check them out now that you said that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't even know who that band is. Oh my no, god, okay, well I'm gonna have gonna to have them to... for you. Cause... Are they still together or no? Uh, not that I know of, I don't think they've made anything since like 2000-ish. Oh wow, okay. Maybe, but yeah. But it was back when I was, you know, I don't know, with the Blink-182 and the... Newfound Glory, it was all in that. Oh, wow. Know, back when I was in, like, middle school, high school, like, all of it. You're talking about Millen Collin. Like... I thought you said Millen Tin. Yes. That's a different band. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Millen Collin. What, what's it? I feel like I know their big song. I know. I, feel I just like can't think what them. it's called. Yeah. Uh, one of them is Fox. He's, like, singing about, like, a moped. <laughs> And then there's one, uh, you'll laugh, it's, I'm telling you, I used to jam the hell out. And then, like, um, oh Jesus, it's like uh, No Cigar. I was, yeah, yeah, No Cigar, I know that No one. Cigar, yeah, yeah, yeah. That song hits. It does, though. If it's the one I think it is, <laughs> at the end of the day, it does. Um, I have to listen to it to refresh, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, for sure. So talk to me about some of your other influences. Obviously, we've got Blink-182. We've got Newfound Glory. What are some other bands or ones that you grew up with that play a huge influence on you as an artist personally or even just as the band itself? Aaron, do you want to take that? Because you, you have a different perspective. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think uh, when Zach first showed me and Zach had class together and he showed me some of the demos that he was working on, um, I think me and him, we kind of bonded over the type of, uh, I would say maybe like All Time Low, uh, mm. Boys Like Girls, We The Kings. I mean, that's who I was into at least. And I know Zach has a good, uh, Boys good like liking girls. to them as well. Amazing. Yeah. I met um, Martin Johnson. Did you? Yeah, they were they were very influential on me and the music that I listened to. Um, and I think I also Paramore. I was a big fan of the mm. Paramore drummer at the time. Um, I took a lot of creativity from him when I was taking drum lessons and so forth but yeah all those mentioned bands I think that's kind of what brought brought Friend Circle together and for me and Zach just to have that good connection like that dude Paramore instrumentally is so good like vocally yeah, too of are. course but I yeah. I listened to what song was it it like just got put back on Spotify uh, Hello Cold World oh and, yeah and uh, that's a good one yeah I guess that's for whatever really for whatever reason it wasn't on there and I had I didn't realize I hadn't listened to it in like ten years, and then I was just like listening to instrumentation. I was like, "Holy shit! Like these guys are really good. It, They're so good." Yeah, yeah. That whole brand, that whole brand new Eyes album. I mean, I know it's darker than what Friend Circle is for the most part, but that played a huge role in my life. I listened to that endlessly. Um, some other bands like You Me at Six have been a big band that I've liked. Um, Fun fact, Aaron took me on a date to see Yumi at 6 before. Just me and him. Just me and him. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so yeah. 
That was the. <laughs> yeah, me and Zach have been on many. Zach and I have been on many uh, dates before, so, so that... I can't deny our love for each other. I, ne- I, I guess it's all love. I never listened to him at all. He was like, "I have this ticket. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I actually like ended up liking them a lot. It was like the first time I listened to them, but I, I can I can feel why he likes them. Just like. I don't know. I don't listen to them that much anymore, but that one album they were playing, I was like, this is good, man. So then let me lead into into this question, since we kind of brought that up. Explain to us how you all met. Like, how did the band form come together? We've gotten some crazy stories, like uh, Felicity was formed on Craigslist. Another one was they posted a Facebook <laughs> ad about wanting to start a sad 2004 emo band, and it just happened. So what's your story? Zach, take it away. Okay. Uh, Aaron, I had just started making music, like demoing some ideas by myself. I was, you know, it's just me. And then we met in college. And you know the part, like the awkward part of the class where the teacher's like, all right, everybody say something about yourselves. And we're going to go around the room. Everybody's going to introduce themselves. And I remember Aaron was sitting on one side. And he said, well, he plays drums. And I was like, wait, I need a drummer. I was was like in the market. And then someone else in the class said they played bass. And then it came to me. And I was like, yeah, I play guitar. And then the teacher is like looking around. We need to start a band. And I was like, like, oh, yeah, we do. So I ended up talking to Aaron. I called him outside of class one day. And I was just asking him like hey i like these bands like he said at the time it was like all time low and um those are like the influences this is going back to 2015 you know it was like my influence like these bands um like he said boys like girls it was kind of the vibe and like me and him just started jamming on our own and we were trying to cover these songs like uh hero heroin uh damn if i do damn if i don't all the small things we're just kind of building that chemistry and then um, we brought in. How did how did Adam get brought in? He saw the demos, right? And then well, we both we both knew Adam during different. I mean, we we all grew up in the small town area, so we all you knew Adam from high school, and I knew Adam from middle school. Um, now oh, we wow. were during college at time. Adam was going away to school at the time. He was going to school in Pennsylvania, but he was like the only option that we could think of, like. And so we asked him, we showed him some of our demos, or I think he found them online, either or, and we eventually just straight up asked him, I was like, hey, you want to jam out a couple times? And he was traveling from Pennsylvania back to practice, so he was committing a lot of time and effort. And that wow. was about, that was about in what, 2016? Mm-hmm. And then eventually he brought in his childhood friend who plays guitar, Dom, and uh, he brought him in in 2017. And uh, it was just kind of like piece by piece. Yeah, wow. just slowly formed That's together. Cool. There's been many times, like when we when we were recording um, that EP and Adam was like hung over as shit. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe I just drove here from Pennsylvania at 10 in the morning. <laughs> he was like so grumpy that day. <laughs> oh, God. That's true dedication, though. True yeah. dedication. For sure. And I think... I like to hope everything happens for a reason, but like the chemistry us four have by now is like, I don't ever want to see that go. I hope it's something that always lasts. Um, yeah, I, I I love love this band, love my members, and you know, I take a bullet for these guys at the end of the day. So that's awesome. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Me too. And that's what, I mean, that's what a lot of bands <laughs> say too. Because I mean, when you when you when you're in a band and everything, that's like your second family. I mean, Brittany and I, our band died in what fifteen years ago that we were in and we're still friends like we're still together we still look out for each other and everything so i mean it's it's a bond that you create they're your your brothers your sisters your family you guys go through some really tough shit together when you're in a band you sometimes people write about it like it's it's those moments spending countless hours together too although not like you and i (laughs) because we all we did was cover weezer and it was terrible I love that. I love Weezer. I can never listen to Beverly Hills again in my life. I get PTSD. <laughs> Stop it. I eat my candy with the pork and beans. I love them. They're so they're so like corny. I love them. I love Weezer. They're they're so corny. I just I never want to listen to that song again. <laughs> we killed it. It's okay. I feel like old Weezer is still better than Beverly Hills though. But I mean, yeah, I the Blue too. Album's so good. Oh my god. The blue and the green, and so oh, yeah. there's there's a question that we like to ask, and it's always a great conversation starter, and it's always a way to get you thinking. Um, you guys obviously were around during the MySpace days, correct? Did you yes. guys have a MySpace? I did. Okay, Aaron, did you have a MySpace? I did. I did not have a MySpace. My parents did not let me have a MySpace. Oh man. Oh no. Yeah. But I mean, so I'm, have I'm another off, I'm one. Learn some wholesome. My parents didn't want me around during that time. I, I don't know. I think that was like middle school, going into high school. They were still trying to like, I don't know. Okay. It was understandable. Down, so it was the early days but of the I internet, know, though. I, like nobody I'm knew like what it was. Senior in high school. I mean, I'm all, well, then I'm all familiar with MySpace and what it was. Okay, I was gonna say because that's kind of leading into this question. You know what it is. You know what MySpace is, and all of that. So MySpace was one of those things where your entire personality on MySpace was based on whatever your profile song was. That told you everything about the person. So if you had MySpace now, what (laughs) would your profile song be? This is a great question. I love this. Oh, God. It's it's our favorite question. It's my favorite question. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'd have to think for a minute. Can I tell you what some of mine were back in the yeah, day? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah, tell us if you remember which ones. Yeah. Absolutely. I, re- I remember there's like two that I specifically remember. And one of them was um, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Because at the time it was like, yeah, it just came out. And I, I had to be in maybe like seventh or eighth grade. And I remember posting that. And like people were like, this song's so good, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I felt so. Uh, it was a core memory because I like remembered it. Remember the feeling. Zach was, Zach was feeling him. Zach was feeling himself when he got those comments. <laughs> since sure. since day one, you know it. But um, it was that, and then uh, the other one was in two thousand eight. It was probably like the last days of MySpace, but I made um, Fallout Boys disloyal order of the buffalo or water buffaloes off the Ah, and like. That was such a good, a, good a great album, and also a better intro to an album. Oh, um, I know. Like I haven't listened to it in a couple of years now. I think I need to go back after talking about it. But like that, that intro was so right. like symphonic, and is I uh, just I loved it, loved that. So that was a remind from the past. If I could do one today, God, what have I been listening to lately? Um. 
I was listening to The Offspring for a little bit, so maybe I'll do that song Want You Bad. Also classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like as far as new new music, man. What do it I can like? Be I gotta it doesn't have to be like I, new new stuff. I, think, I know I just feel like it should I, be. But go ahead, Aaron. You I'll think about it. You go. I th- I think for me, I don't I don't know if it's selfish or whatever, but I think I would put a friend circle song on there just to show <laughs> show my stuff off at the time um there you go i would think uh probably i'm trying to think i mean probably our song loose cannon that's always been one of my favorites i think that's a a lot of people like that song too from us so um good. so I, I i think i would do that i mean trust me i i'd probably be changing it constantly but i think it just a little self promo doesn't help doesn't hurt at all so, yeah, yeah, no, and honestly, like back then when there was bands on MySpace, they would have their own stuff. So I totally oh, okay. would not even blame you for yeah. I would not even blame you for Aaron, that. Aaron, we could put uh, <laughs> what's this eraser by Ed Sheeran? Oh jeez. So the inside joke with that is. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's well, the inside joke with this? <laughs> the inside joke with that is when we were on tour. Um, but tell we, yeah, we'll start with, with the town. The CD. Okay, so we bought the van in 2019. And it, you know it's like 2002, so there's like a CD changer in the back, and there was a CD in it, and it's the Ed Sheeran Divide CD. So now it's like <laughs> a tradition to play this entire CD while we're on tour. It doesn't matter when, as long as at some point we play that CD. So this <laughs> on this recent weekender, Dom was like, "We're gonna do a Baker's Dozen," and we played the first song 12 times in a row. And like it doesn't sound like oh a lot, God, no. but when you're in a band and you just hear that same song, that like like oh the guy's like drilled into our brains. No, we were just picking at the song. Oh, we noticed this little sound. We noticed this, how he pronounces this, and so forth. It was like I feel like we were going from Virginia entering North Carolina. I remember vividly when it started and almost when it ended, just because it. I don't know it. It's like, okay. The song's. I mean, over. it's a great song. I mean, that album's amazing. That's an amazing song and all. But I, I don't know what compelled Dom to do <laughs> to do that. And so Dom, like halfway through tour, he just like loses his mind and he'll do stuff like that. <laughs> like he'll come up with. No, I. He gets in the crazy. I would totally be like, okay, we're taking your decision card away. You're not allowed to make any more decisions. <laughs> we're taking. We're taking the aux cord. We're taking the CD out. <laughs> Yeah, no I mean, more. I you love Ed Sheeran, but good lord, I, that would drive me crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially listen to the I same thing over and over again. Now you're gonna, now you're gonna be triggered <laughs> by it anytime you see it. You're gonna think of that one moment when you guys were like on Beverly tour. Hills. Yeah, like Beverly Hills. I'm triggered by it. Yeah, that, that that's our trigger song. But I I would, I would not put that as my MySpace song, and I'd stay as far as <laughs> stay as far away from it as I can. Uh, I'll, stick, I'll stick with the self-promo front circle song. Okay. That's, that's so, loose cannon. Uh, Zach, if you had to do a friend circle song for yours, which one would yours be? Ooh. Um, right now, I would do Complications because it's seeing the most growth. Okay. So I, 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 like, I like to give people, like, the one I think they'll like most. And then, you know, if they want to check out the other stuff later on, then they'll do that on their own accord. But, like, it's like when I'm on Facebook and I see people in these like groups they'll say hey i want to find a song for this or like if they ask to find a song about like i don't know something maybe more emotive and heavier i'll send them into the world and that's like one of our not that it's like not too popular but it's not nearly as popular as famous complications so 
it sometimes it's situational, but I would say complications, just because it's doing well. I was gonna say I'm, I've been listening to Famous on repeat, so that would be my choice if it were me. But it's <laughs> that's a good that's, that's a good tune. That's as well. the one that lives rent free. Yes, just the na na nas. Yes, I woke up singing that this morning, and that's when I was like, okay, well, great job, good job for you guys. <laughs> I, re- I really it's like Friends something Circle Day. about I'm gonna you. wake up singing them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm really digging something about you. Oh, that that's one of my favorites. I think that's a great. It's been it's the intro to the album, and it's been an intro to our set list when we play live. So, I think it, it's helped us out tremendously in those two aspects. Of yeah, it's a great introduction to us. So, speaking of songs, what's your favorite song of? Every song that you wrote was your va- like favorite, very favorite one. Hmm. That gives you all the feels, or I would whatever. I would say some of the newer stuff that's unreleased. That, but uh, oh oh oh, 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 oh oh wait a minute! <laughs> Ooh. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> gonna talk about that? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, um, can we gonna get this? Ask if there was any more. safe. I, if there was any safe things. It might be. Safe. It might be too soon. I think to give away details, but the new stuff, like that's what, like when people ask me questions about new music or like what I've been listening to lately, I like forget. When I drive to work, I listen to demos, and when I drive home from work, I'm listening to demos, trying to write parts and blah blah blah. And sometimes I forget, like shit what have i been listening to <laughs> i had to go on spotify just now to try to answer that uh myspace question but if we're if we're going from the catalog of stuff we have um my favorite so far hmm i'd say i'd probably say loose cannon or complications i, I think i think yeah definitely loose cannons up there for me um Famous is also one of those songs that when the outro hits and we get a little bit louder, a little more open, the very ending of the song, and also the guitar solo that Dom kills on, kills mm. it on. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think those are the top two for me. And I remember when we we were in our practice space writing them, I was like, okay, this is new for us, and this is it's catchy as hell. So I don't I don't know. Those are my fondest yeah. memories and the favorite famous ones that we famous played. was the one that got us to the next level i would say as a band like i I remember dom writing that solo and he sent it to us and i like played it right before i went to bed and it was just drilled in my brain like i could not stop thinking about it i was so excited and i I think usually when that happens it's a good sign um that something something good's gonna happen with this whether it be immediately after its release or down the road um but yeah Nice. So we were, you mentioned uh, unreleased new stuff. Um, I'm not going to push you on specifics of that because that would be cruel for not just (laughs) us, but for your fans as well. Teasing. Um, But with that, do we have a, just one question. Do you have like a time frame of when we'll have some new stuff for them to look out for? Or is it still very under wraps? Can I ask that question? 
<laughs> I was, Is that a safe I, question? Well, you already did. You already, yeah. you already did. You already did the ask well, question. Well, yes, right. but do I need to retract my question and move on? I gotcha. I don't think you do. I got. I think it's a fair question. I would say, well, this is this is the band in a nutshell. I'm like, Aaron, we gotta get this out like next month, and then it doesn't come out for like three months. I want to say by summer. Like late spring, I would like to okay. have, I would like to have something else. And who knows, maybe sooner, okay. yeah. maybe a little sooner if we're lucky. There's a lot of stuff you got to line up, yeah. and everything, everything's got to work right. So, it, it, it's hard to plan out a piece for sure, but we'll do our best. I would like to by summer. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the general ballpark range we're aiming for right yeah. now. Okay. So then, let me ask this question. Summer's a good time. Yes. And summer's a good time for shows too because it's warm yes, outside. Yes, but also yes. especially for what your vibe is and like what your music is. It's exactly. I feel like your guys, mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. music is very summer vibe. Summer fest, yes. Oh yeah. Like a summer yeah. fest, like very oh, summer yeah. fest. <laughs> but then let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. So it was brought to our attention. It was suggested by a couple of other people that we have interviewed prior. Was. Uh, when that comes out, would you guys be up for us doing a blind react to your new release? Hell yeah, Meaning that sounds awesome. We record yeah. the blind oh, react because yeah. <laughs> um, we're doing that with the Never After. We're doing it with Felicity. Uh, we're doing it with the Never After with their little bird that's dropping tomorrow. And they gave it to us 10 minutes for this interview. And I was like, look, I'm not going into friend circle, sobbing my eyes out, <laughs> looking like I got yeah. socked in the face. <laughs> So, yep, nope. um, yeah, we're thinking we could do a blind react whenever that is and kind of see where we go from there. Because I feel like that'd be really exciting, especially for your mm-hmm. new album. It's great promotion and stuff, too, for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely on board with that. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. I'm excited now. That makes me even more excited. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's it's something we've always wanted to like, especially recently with demos. We'll ask some of our friends, "Hey, like, which of these songs you know you think sounds good?" Blah blah blah. So it's cool. I, I like. I love hearing like that perspective. I guess the blind reaction, like you said. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because then you get a raw reaction and a real reaction for it. It's not like one exactly. of those things like me. If I ask my dad, hey, how do you like this? And he's like, oh, it's great. When yes. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. He's not paying attention I to appreciate it. it. <laughs> but um, so let me ask this question to you. you guys have done tours and everything. Uh, you've been going around and all of that. If you could build your ideal tour as of today, who would you guys be playing with? Aaron? Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, you will be playing with Aaron because well, you're in the exactly. same band. <laughs> Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. Aaron Smith and the Thank circle. you for taking me along, you're Zach. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Zach's pushing this question on to me because we already know his answer. I, at least I do. do. You? And, it, and, it has, <laughs> and it has three numbers in it at the end of it. Telepathy. Uh, but for me, um, you me at six. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably them. I mean, they're my all-time favorite band. I don't know how well they'd complement us with, like, I don't know how well the sounds would go together because they're a little bit darker. But um, all-time lows always up there for me. I would love to tour with them. 
shoot. All time low. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else have I been listening to. Um, I would say, I mean, I know this may sound kind of corny, but our good friends in Goalkeeper, we went out on a tour with them before. I would love for them to be a part of it as well because they're just good guys in general and we bond with them. So All Time Low, uh, good friends in Goalkeeper, and one more. Um, Shoot. One band, one band I've been getting into more in the last year or so is Grayscale. So I think them as well. Yes. All Time Low, Grayscale, our boys in Goalkeeper, and uh, Little Old Friend Circle. That'd be a, that'd be a, that'd be a good tour. Little Old Friend Circle. That'd be a good tour, dude. <laughs> Love it. You threw so me I'm off guard with Grayscale. Myself. I'm going to out myself here. When you said that you know what you know Zach's and it ends with three numbers, it took me way too long to make the connection <laughs> of what you just meant. And I'm like, what I What mean, ends in three numbers? I was like, 311? You're no. Old, I think you're the only one. That's oh. the only one. 311. There's only three numbers. There's nothing in front of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed in myself because we've been talking about. We've been talking uh, about I am disappointed. Yeah, yeah, no. I didn't do the best job describing it, but it's, you, um, I think. I don't know how much more obvious you could have made it. How'd you know I was? How'd you know I wasn't going to say Creed? Three numbers at the end. How'd you know I wasn't going to say Creed, Aaron? Come on. I mean, if he. Sing it. Let's do it. Um. <laughs> All right. So Creed's a part of the tour lineup. Zach, who else? You got Creed. Creed, Nickelback, Nickel- Friends Circle. Nickelback. Let's go. I was just about to say Nickelback. I love Nickelback. I was just about to say Nickelback. They hey, they do hey. not deserve to be the Guy Fieri of music. <laughs> Honestly, they have some good, really they good. Do. Songs. Okay, yeah. but have you ever been to a forty-five cent concert? Uh, I get it. Uh, I get it. It's <laughs> it's fifty cent with Nickelback. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> no. Coming in with the terrible dad jokes. I was about to take This is the second Dad. time because you did on Tuesday Aaron, did too. You, did you ever listen to 50 Cent? I never listened to 50 Cent. <laughs> or G Unit? I've listened to 50 Cent back in the day. G Unit? Yeah, I, I did. Is it, there's like that side of Elder Emos that understands like that hip hop. Like a lot of my friends from high school love old school hip hop, and I just, I never had that phase, yeah. I guess. I know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I do because my older brother, when I was into like the emo punk stuff, he was mm. into rap, so it we clashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but still, like if I would have to ride in the car with him somewhere, that's what we were listening to. Yeah. So I mean, but if you think about it, it, it was like it back back in the day with us, it was like we had the mashups of Jay Z and Linkin Park did the Numb iconic. mashup, which is yeah, right, so one of the mm-hmm. more iconic mashups. Um. That's, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of hip-hop artists that were collaborating with a lot of the pop-punk artists or the rock artists that we listened to. Um, and Eminem was a mm-hmm. huge staple when mm-hmm. we were growing up. He still is, yeah. but oh, yeah. back then, yeah. the life of the real Slim Shady. Yes. Still a classic. And D12. Does anybody remember mm-hmm. D12? Yes. Yeah. I just know that, I know that one song yes. my band, but that's so... My bad, my bad. I still listen to that to this day. It makes me laugh every single time. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> especially the music video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's 
my salsa. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the the music and some of the things that we've been asking a lot of other people that I think is a really good question, especially to open the conversation. Um, growing up, especially during the MySpace days, social media was a thing. It was a thing that was a newer thing. Ultimately, MySpace was that the biggest social media platform that was out there. If you were trying to get your band name out there, you were posting shows in your bulletins on MySpace, or you had to physically go to a venue to see who was playing or something like that. Like promotion was not necessarily the best of things unless everybody knew who you were. Like you were all time low or one of them. Now Mm -hmm. we have this entire shift in social media between Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and all of these other things. How do you feel social media plays into the success of like artists and things like that now do you feel it's a good thing do you feel it's a bad thing does it help does it not help like where do you guys sit on that Oof. see for oh, man it, there's so many different points i could touch i love this question too because i think social media is super important now more so than ever and there would have been a time where I probably said, you know, I wish it wasn't. But when you think about it and you learn to utilize it and you realize, hey, you could make a video right now and post it. And there's a chance that people are going to see it, especially with TikTok and, you know, Instagram Reels and so and so. Like Instagram, it seems like you really have to try to make your content look good and build that like you know nice looking page and show people like okay you take the band seriously we have professional photos professional artwork blah 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 it's that seems more like a job i love Mm -hmm. tiktok because it's like i can post whatever the fuck i want (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. if if it doesn't work it doesn't work but i'm having fun with it and you got to think too like blink's my Mm -hmm. favorite band if tiktok was around back then they would have been doing it too and everything we everything that i love about blink like from the you know, they've got full DVDs out that were commissioned by their record label because they knew people were excited about their image, their music, and just everything about the culture at the time. Like, uh, they call it the Urethra Chronicles. And, yeah, you can find them on YouTube now, but, like, if they could just do stuff like that and put it on social media somehow in short clips, they would have done it for sure because it's a lot cheaper to produce and, you know, it, it can reach an audience just as easily. So I, I, I would say... I, I kind of love it and it's been helping us out. It would be foolish to not utilize that tool that's right in front of us. Now, with that being said, I understand it's not for everybody, but I think for Friend Circle, it's going to help us. I I, I agree with a lot of what Zach said. He, um, like, I'll admit, um, I mean, I knew social media with Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and utilizing that. And but it's definitely thrown me a curveball with the whole TikTok game when that's come about in the last two three years. Like all I thought it was was uh, fourteen fifteen year olds dancing doing the trendy dances. I'm like I can't do that. Um, I'm in the yeah. middle. I'm in the middle <laughs> of my twenties. Yeah, yeah, the musically. I can't. I can't be. I don't know. I just. I feel it. I. That's kind of me. Like feel like I'm getting old in a way. But it has helped the band tremendously grow and i know zach has gotten thousands upon almost hundreds of thousands of views and it's translated to success over to our streaming platforms because he's showcasing the band on tiktok whether it's our song in the background or whether it's him promoting our merch it's 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 working and uh it's it's something i'm still learning 
to this day. And I know Zach has taken a lot of full control in the TikTok game, and I give him credit because it's it, there was definitely a learning curve. Oh yeah, but I also feel like it's and correct me if I'm wrong. It's a great way for your fans to 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 see you guys as interact. people too and interact with you. Because I mean, the music part is great. Like that's what you want people and everything to to thoroughly enjoy and be dedicated to. But again, it's also kind of cool to know who the artists are at the same time. And that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, See the different personalities and... Oh, yeah. Because, like, because Simple Plan, like, they had a DVD for... Um, and that was one of my favorite DVDs because you actually saw the band, how they were, and I just fell in love with their personalities. Like, I love their music, but it was their personalities that draw mm-hmm. me in. Drew, drew me in. Yeah. And, yeah. I think I'm the same So, way. like, watching... It's... Yeah, so watching, like, y'all's TikToks, that's you know getting that feeling like oh man these are like really cool dudes like like their personalities are amazing thank you it's always nice it's always nice seeing those behind the scenes documentaries sorry don't mind me i need to charge it for my computer (laughs) my girlfriend in the background um but it's always nice getting those behind the scenes documentaries i remember watching full tour documentaries that all time low and boys like girls did and then, but just with the TikTok game, people's attention span is so short nowadays that you have oh, to be yeah. interesting in those first few seconds or they're just going to swipe on through. And I'm sure Zach has made plenty of clips on TikTok where some have not gone too well and some have, some have gotten thousands of views. Yeah, so it's a gamble. It's, it's a uh, gamble for sure. Exactly. But it also it gives you this crazy reach of people, like not just in the States, but all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, like... I, we started this podcast a month ago one month ago actually today it's been one month and mm. the amount of reach that we have just had in a month between the UK New Zealand, Australia and all these other ones is insane so I can only imagine with you guys doing what you do how far your reach and everything is of people that you're getting to to where you guys could do an overseas tour and it's not just one of those things of, hey, nobody's going to know us because we're only here. It's You would go there and probably have sold out venues and stuff, too. So it's it's kind of crazy to see, but it's also exciting to watch, especially for, for you guys as being artists and everything, of seeing your growth from there and then what comes out of that mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but I'll be quite honest, I don't know that I would have ever discovered you guys if it wasn't for TikTok. Yep. And that's been for a lot of yeah. bands. Oh, wow. Yeah, yep. like it's, I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to. It's just like they're, unless you were playing a show around here, I may not yeah. have never have known that. So it's. That's just my, yeah, that's just mind like blowing Facebook? to me. That's just mind blowing to me that you discovered us from TikTok. Cause I don't even think of that yeah. as a tool. Like, like it's still brand new to me. Like I just said, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. Mind boggling a little bit. Oh yeah. And yeah, well, I feel like Facebook is, you know, um, popping up people you may know and it's just like like yeah i know them i don't want to be friends with them you know what i mean but like tiktok it's like i'm scrolling it's like band after band after Mm -hmm. band i'm like yes yes follow you know it's amazing but not only that the the good thing is too is with tiktok is you especially as as a musician it relies solely on sounds so if you have like one sound or your band has one song that is super catchy and it takes it and it runs with it it's going to be everywhere it's a domino mm-hmm. effect oh, yeah. at the end of the day. So it's for sure. I feel like I feel like it, TikTok's the best platform for, for musicians. All of the musicians that we have found 
we have found through TikTok, mm-hmm. which again is bizarre to us because we're the three of us are thirty somethings who barely know how to operate TikTok in adult lives, for that matter. <laughs> we're too old for TikTok. That's you know we have the, the side sweat hair and skinny jeans. Yep. Hey, I still do. Uh, I'm, the, I'm, I'm actually wearing boat. skinny right? jeans right now. I love yep. skinny jeans. Right. Yep. And I have the side part. I look like an old yeah, woman with too. a center part. Okay. I don't yeah, like. No. I don't like my hair in the center part. I never uh, understood that. This full head is too damn big for a center part. Don't even. Same. Don't even. I never understood that. Like why? Why that's a thing? Like just let people wear what they want to wear. Like come on. Right. Yeah. I agree. Like I still wear band T-shirts and everything. Like I still wear what I wore like in high school and college. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong and with I'm, that. And I'm. I'm a mom, and like I still rock the band T-shirts and rock it with pride. That's cool. Rock it with pride, you know. Yes. Yeah, sure. So let me also ask this question because it's it's something that I've noticed, and I think it. Some people are noticing it. Some people aren't. Do you think that uh, pop punk and music of that nature is making a comeback? Do you feel like that is something that happens? I feel like this was uh, this type of genre and everything was really strong back in the day, back in the early 2000s and when we were all in high school and middle school. Then it just kind of died out for a while, and now it's like it's making a comeback. And I'm not talking about MGK. <laughs> MGK's talented. I'm not talking about emo girl, but I'm talking about pop punk in general. Do you guys feel as though it's making a comeback as well? Oh, definitely. I. Yeah. I mean, I think MGK and Travis Barker, as much as, like, I do like some of his music, and I know, like, I'll make videos, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's not, like, I, like what a lot of people are looking for, in a sense. Right. But I think Travis Barker is probably the genius and mastermind behind this whole thing, because he's always been the one that, I mean, Mark does too, but he'll collaborate with other artists of the hip-hop genre, and when I was in high school... Mm-hmm hip-hop was king and in a sense i think it still is and they've always kind of been side by side as far as punk music and hip-hop they're both from the street and i think there's it's something that's been like on the verge of happening for a while and like you said the jay-z and lincoln park thing even though that's lincoln park i guess technically new metal or alternative sounded great and people loved it and like Mm -hmm. mgk is stepping into the realm where he's doing more so pop punk stuff but you know he's a he's a rapper that's what he was at first and it's interesting i think for me and a lot of people to hear that hear somebody from that world come into this world and create something now any blink 182 fan will listen to a song and say okay he just took this song riff and mgk did vocals over top of it so like sometimes i I i guess i'm cynical about it in that sense sure. but also i understand why he's doing it and how it's helping the genre overall so yeah i think it's been something just building up like when we first did the band we made the pop punk rap rock shirts because there's parts where i'll like kind of rap like in complications in the bridge and there's a lot of bands that kind of like almost microdose that like uh waster will do that and then um you know mm-hmm. i I always thought that was interesting. Is that a cat? 
That is a cat. Uh, it is. Nice. My, my ca- is, that, is that clean? I look calm, cool, and collected on the outside, but my cat's trying to eat plastic underneath me, and I'm just, like, reaching my hand down, like, like just stop uh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> I want you to – so I have three cats, and I want you to realize that I have been – on either side of myself here, pushing all of them off. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's awesome. they don't make an appearance. <laughs> we, we, the video. We, we are a cat band. We are a cat we, band. We, three of our members do have cats. I have two cats. Zach has one. Dom has one. And so we're all for the... Oh, there he goes. He's in the cat. I say the little, the little shit disappeared. I'm trying to find him. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when I get worried. When he disappears, you'll know where he's at. Causing trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, Quinn uh, sounds like the Quinn cat version of my dog as well. Oh yeah, if you haven't heard her screaming <laughs> through this entire interview. Um, yeah, she's pissed. You keep pushing her away, mom. Well, if I don't, she will put her ass in the camera, and nobody wants to see. Yeah, that. I know. <laughs> we, we we've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it <laughs> yeah we've seen it <laughs> we've seen like, it yeah, I told you yeah you you need like that jewel dangly jewel thing that goes on their the tail plug. <laughs> perfect yeah no, no oh wait did I no. did I say that last sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the- <laughs> Aaron's oh, over here like Zach, bring oh it back God. down. Zach, bring it back down. I was gonna Stop. say, <laughs> I, gonna get yeah. I was gonna Broke say, where's the rock when we need them? Exactly. I can tell you right now, just by doing this interview, <laughs> I can definitely see the two of your different personalities, but also how they also balance each other out. Because Absolutely. Aaron's just kind of like they, they really back do, and he's just kind of observing and taking everything in and being a little strategic in what he's saying. And then Zach's like, fuck it, let's go. Un- like unhinged. <laughs> exactly. Somehow somehow in this crazy, or in our clash of personalities that way, we bond over music so well. Like, I wouldn't be able to make music with anyone else just because it, I don't know, me and Zach, it's a good combo. He so loves me. He, he, he can't deny <laughs> it. Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> it's definitely a gift when you have people yeah. that learn like that. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aaron is so unhinged on tour, though. I, like, he'll, the first two days of tour, he was, like, normal Aaron. And then on the way home, he started going crazy. Like, he'll start making these sounds. And then he'll just, it's awesome. I don't even want no, to say I, it. He I, makes up languages. I will get crazy when I'm in my element. I just try to stay professional as possible when I'm doing these interviews and... <laughs> Aaron know. likes to. Have you not realized you in this whole interview for us. that we are like herding cats over here, literally? <laughs> we went. So. Yeah, we were talking about cat butt plugs to everything else. <laughs> Nothing's off the table. No, Zach, you brought up the cat oh, butt plugs. It's my <laughs> fault. All right, it's my fault. For those of you that are listening to this podcast versus watching this podcast. <laughs> If you could see oh some of the God. reactions that are happening, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it only took us—they broke me. It only took us almost an hour to break Aaron down. Like it's—we're getting there. That's—that's <laughs> uh, that's Aaron for you. And you know what? He just doesn't want to admit we just found our newest merch item that's going to be a hot seller. So you know, see? whatever. <laughs> Put your logo whatever, on dude. it. Come on. <laughs> For real though, so cats show their ass as a as a term of endearment. Imagine if it turned around and there was a friend circle logo on it. That's, That's just major advertising. Aaron. 
A friend circle circle. Marketing. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. If you did one on a jewel for a cat's asshole, it's literally a friend circle. <laughs> because oh my god, we need to stop. We we're dude, not this going on this tangent. <laughs> Untapped market potential, oh Aaron. I know you've seen Wolf of Wall Street. This is where the wolves thrive. Come on, dude. Uh, Here's that manic like that we were just talking about. And Aaron's like, much. bro. <laughs> pretty much. Absolutely not. not. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. I can only imagine the TikToks Zach's going to make out of this merch item. <laughs> hey, just all we ask is you give us some credit. like dangling. Yeah. I will say, you know who's like this? Uh, the lead singer of Nickelback. You ever see like the videos they do? He's like crazy, and I fucking love that. He is Isn't so he crazy. Married to Avril yeah. Is he? I don't even know. Or, they were married. I think they. What? I'm looking it up right now. I think they now. were. I think they I'm were. Yeah. Up right now. Yeah, I think they were. I saw them in um, Atlantic City, and they were so funny. Oh my god, hysterical. Wow, that was quite a tangent talking about cat butt plugs. Oh my god. <laughs> It looks like apparently right now she is not married at all, but she was. She was married to good old Chad Kroger. Because she was, she was also married to Derek. Yeah, I remember that. I, that. Yeah. I remember that. That was when that's, we were growing a, up. That's that's mm-hmm. an elder emo mm-hmm. staple of history right there. The power yeah, couple yeah. of Avril Lavigne and mm-hmm. Derek Wimbley, the skater boy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just mad that you weren't, uh, you weren't the skater boy? A little bit. No, I, I, I do, <laughs> I do skate though. So I, I always thought that song was cool. Anyway, I mean, um, I feel like that that song was also like the turning point for a lot of people of going into the emo scene was mm-hmm. Skater Boy and uh, what was the other one? The slower one that she does. With this you. complicated, with you. Oh, with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. With you. That was another one. That was. She was like part of the epitome of like the most depressing soundtracks of everybody's life. Yeah. Like I was in like fifth grade screaming. No, I think Taylor Swift takes that cake. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't count. I like. I like Taylor Swift. I can get behind her older stuff. She's always boo hooing though. When she was country or not. Uh, let me put it this way. When was the lyric? I'm about to fuck with this joke. When you were Romeo, <laughs> when you were Romeo, and I first saw you standing there, something in her summer hair. Oh, that's my jam. I can't even lie. Love story. Mm. That's that's okay. We got to give some credit to the ladies out here. Um, Michelle Branch and Taylor Swift are huge influences of mine because of their songwriting capabilities. Like holy okay. shit! Like, uh, yeah, like, like that song "Breathe." Um, what's the other one? I don't know that like that album in general, whatever one that's on, I can't remember, but like so good. Like, like that song end of the world we do. There's a lot of comparison between like the chord progressions in that. And like, I probably never even realized it at the time. I was like, yeah, this is definitely influenced by this. Cause I went through that phase where I was listening to it, but yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that song again and see the comparison. Yeah, it's like now that now that we talk about it and we actually understand it, if you go back and listen to it, you're like, oh, right. That makes so mm-hmm. much sense now. Um, so we're coming up on the hour. So let's let's kind of circle back. What's next for Friend Circle? I know that we're anticipating new music, um, theoretically coming out by summer. 
maybe sooner, but summer. Um, what other than that? What's next for you guys? Like, what's what's your plans for the rest of the year, or what do we have that you can tell us to look forward to? Hmm. I would say, as a band, we're gonna go through some growth changes, um, some growing okay. pains, so to speak. But in the end, I think everything's gonna work out, and it's it sucks because there's probably not too much we can lay out. Um. But I think we're going to work through that and then hopefully get some new music. And I feel like that's the only thing we could really comment on with, you know, that that's like not us just lying and saying we're going to do all this. But yeah, I think I think we're going to we're going to find ways to make things work and then continue to build this brand and the band and just keep the music flowing. So I think that's going to be most important as far as us and you know, keep this thing going. So, yeah. We want to, it's just a matter of like, there's like other factors going on. Um, it's a, it's a weird time. And like, you know, we'll sit here and joke all day, but like everybody's got like things they got going on in personal lives. So we're trying to try to just accommodate everything and be respectful. And, I would love to, you know, I'd love to see that happen. And I think it's just going to be a matter of time as to when that happens. But I think we're going to figure out some ways to make things work. So okay. one way or... Yeah. yeah, I think. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Road trip. It was, it was literally the day of. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying I was like Brittany, there's no way that I'm gonna make it there in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron, did you have something you wanted to add to that? Because I know you started talking. No. No, I think Zach uh, pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, we are definitely. We do have some couple, a couple tunes in the work that we're going to hit the studio and, as he said, get get the songs out possibly around summertime. And uh, I think just, I think that's the biggest thing that we just want to work our craft and work our magic on for the time. <laughs> I hear a squeaky toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dog. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the main Jeez. goal that we want to stick to. Of course, shows if a good opportunity comes come about. Uh, we're definitely consider taking them, but I think new music is the the top priority. Yeah, for sure. And like shows are always a great time. I I would love to do those if we can. It's just you know you gotta respect everybody's everybody's situations and kind of go from there. So yeah, mm-hmm, of course. Yep. Yeah, definitely do. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, we yes. <laughs> Of course, yeah. absolutely. Yes. And it's uh, such a, it's such a time right now. Everybody's like touring too, so it's like finding opportunities it is, is like Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's announcing tours right now. Oh, every, like the it's whole simple playing and some 41 they're touring. I'm trying together. to go to that, but the whole scene I'm is like to to Me too. Me too. The whole scene <laughs> is like on 
it was on standby for so long. Now everybody's gung ho, like, oh, let's get these tours booked. Let's do this. And like, it's so oversaturated, which, hey, that's great. There's going to be a lot of good concerts coming up. I'm excited. But yeah. Awesome. Well, we look forward to all of that coming from you guys. Um, But again, we want to say thank you guys for coming and spending some time with us. We know you're busy and have got a lot of things going on. So spending that last hour with us talking all kinds of things on and off the rails was a lot of fun (laughs) with you guys. Um, We would love to have you guys back after your new music and everything drops to kind of talk about that. Would love to do a blind react for it as well. Um, But Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Aaron and Zach here from Friend Circle, which has no vowels and is all capitals. So make sure you remember that. It's very hard to forget. If you don't know your alphabet, we might have a problem. But um, you can find them on all social media platforms. You can find them on TikTok. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Spotify, Apple Music. They are a little bit of everywhere. Please go and check them out. If you go and check them out, please tell you that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. Gentlemen, Thank you again for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. We appreciate yeah, thank you guys. You. This was a lot of fun. Um, thank you. And getting to meet you guys as well. So thank you guys again. Yeah. Until next time, we are the appreciate Elder it. Emo Hours podcast, and we will see you next time.